made yourself available to the merry life teaching to make you merry i am speaking to you all with a t-shirt i am not in formal dress i am in a t-shirt only to give the give the freshness of change and uh, you feel happy to see that this man is still okay and secondly for me i thought why not like our miguel from argentina wear a shirt wear a t-shirt and speaking out wisdom which was the style of master amen so it it came to me today that why can't i do that instead of making a a formal dress which i normally do over the kids that's one dimension another dimension he may be seeing that this is all growing it is not growing i have set a, a belt around so don't worry that i am growing a huge belly it's not like that some little belly is there but then to keep the back in good good state upon which i am working i wore it and came to give the present look as it is so only relate to the teaching and you can relate to my face if you like you can relate to the belly so today we are yet into another dimension of the same teaching where there is a wisdom statement saying do not draw life from surroundings in excess of essentials do not draw life from the surroundings in excess of essentials instead transmit life to them transmit life to them by nourishing the surroundings so up to a point man gathers thereafter if he gain if, if he gathers only his belly grows all the time and makes him unfit to the follow the path of discipleship there is a point beyond which you cannot grow your lower torso there is a point beyond which you cannot grow your lower torso it disables you with the practices of meditations that you do it is important to make sure that we do not gather too much around us 
either in terms of food or in terms of articles or in terms of wealth or in terms of money so many things men are busy gathering all the time by such gathering you are drawing life from the surroundings as you move forward you should stop drawing too much and start giving life to the surroundings by nourishing them so if you excessively draw if you excessively draw from the surrounding nature you get also bound by the nature you get bound by the nature when you draw too much from the surroundings which we call the activity of personality the activity of personality should enable us to cooperate with the activity of the soul the soul is in the upper chamber the personality is in the lower chamber so all of us know that we should not gather anything more than what is needed we should also not eat much more than what is required and we need not eat that which is unrequired therefore one statement of the hierarchy is do not draw life from surroundings in excess of essentials that say there are people who simplify their life as they move forward in life there are people who simplify their life as they move forward in life and there are people who cannot simplify anything it keeps on growing and growing and growing that is symbolic of a disproportionate growth of personality which does not enable us to work for the alignment of the soul that's the reason why all foods the food habits have been given to us all food habits are given to us to make sure that we nourish the body but we do not consume much more than what is needed we do not consume what is really not required for the physical body that has to happen if you read see the teachings of master jalkol he gives out things what to eat what not to eat according to him meat eating animal killing is a huge activity that comes that comes in the way of the growth of humanity the human is no more required to eat meat why because he has come out of the physical labor into automation and now we are even further moving into electronics but the habit of eating continues to be the same everywhere people are unable to come out of meat eating they have to come out of meat eating and 
Meat eating means killing the animals. Killing the animals. See, as long as you kill the animals and eat, you cannot expect to make steps into higher realms. That's why those who follow the path of discipleship, they have to make a decision because meat eating, indiscreet eating and unhealthy drinks are all avoidable. And if we do not do that, the lower torso becomes heavy and the personality does not necessarily cooperate with the soul. We as souls build our personality. We have to build it in a a fashion that at all times the body cooperates with the discipline related to discipleship. So we are what we are today only because we have drawn too much from the surroundings. In every race there is a lot of obesity. The obesity is all around the navel and that disables your ability to orient to the soul. Therefore he says meat eating, indiscreet eating, unhealthy drinks are avoidable. We are doing such a regular animal killing activity and we do not know what are the consequences of our daily killing of animals for our food. They are all around us in the form of a kind of energy which is just a harmful energy. That's why Buddha says harmlessness as the first step and ahimsa is what we say. The fundamental of ahimsa is stop killing animals. Stop eating animals. And among the animals, meat and pork, they are utterly avoidable. You may be knowing from the stories that you read that the Gautama, the Buddha, he was invited by a group of persons with a evil intention. They fed him with a, a dish which is made of pork. Pork. So consequently what happened? By that evening he became sick and thereafter in two, three days he passed away. And uh, symbolically they say that he was hit by a wild pig. It's not the wild pig. It is the meat that was supplied to him which has caused ultimately death to Gautama Buddha. He has known it later and he pardoned them. He pardoned them. (coughs) That's the beauty of the great beings that they pardon. They continue to pardon. Jesus the Christ also pardoned people who have done harm to him. So therefore, what is, what are we to learn since we are all introduced to the hierarchy? Since we are all introduced to hierarchy and hierarchical teachings, we should follow certain fundamentals relating to discipleship. So we need to avoid whatever the masters of wisdom 
informers not to take into your food system now today another dimension relating to animal killing is the corona is not leaving so easily corona is not leaving so easily because on one side you are producing pollution relating to the animal killing on the other side you are trying to find medicines and find ways and means to come out of <coughs> the sickness but why should we feed sickness to the planet time has come that we avoid eating meat and such other things because they cause harm to us ultimately because we are harming the animal kingdom for nothing earlier it was okay because we needed greater physical strength now what we need is mental strength but not so much physical strength and that we can derive from vegetables that's why he, he says even cheese is available even cheese is available you can look to the teachings of the master so eating cheese eating meat and then doing these practices will harm the body more than helping us more than helping harm the body because on one side we are doing things contrary and on the other side you are invoking light so it's a kind of conflict that happens within the energy system relating to us as we invoke settler and settler energies and we keep on eating very gross energies they do not agree with each other therefore the master says you make sure that your body is light you make sure that you do not eat meat you do not even take the cheese and all milk products are available uh, avoidable he said and he says among the milk products milk and butter have a different status for some mysterious reasons he did not explain so up to milk up to butter and most of our groups they even take uh, vegetarian butter isn't it plant butter not animal butter most of the groups are following it but i need to remind not to get into gathering too much by way of food then we also gather lot of wealth and lot of material wealth which also affects the personality we gather lot of hmm, what you call contacts all around contacts need not necessarily be made by us contacts as they happen in life contacts as they happen in life we have to accept but you do not have to make excessive contacts into objective life through that also your personality grows like a phantom like a ghost and then affects the, your, your program of the soul that should always be remembered <clears throat> and then ensure that you have good health otherwise each time there is a descent of light every time there is a descent of light as a minor initiation or major initiation the body shatters whenever 
the, 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 when the initiation is intense, when the initiation is intense, the body shatters. So you have to make sure that you have a fit body. We are all following Raja Yoga, but earlier people were following Hatha Yoga where the body was kept fit. And from, when it comes to Raja Yoga path, you are given all these suggestions to keep the lower torso in such proportion, in such just proportion that it helps you to cooperate with your own, with the, with the soul that you are. So make sure that you give out more and more and you nourish yourself with as many essentials as possible. All expansions into objectivity is a hindrance for a disciple. Expansions into objectivity is a great hindrance because the social contacts do not let you make your practices regularly and with intensity. Therefore, the body mass shall have to be put to fire. So the fires of the body, when they are put off, then the body tends to be more and more sick. So therefore, even for purposes of initiation, the body should be kept light at all times and not excessive weight. And then make sure that you follow whatever is recommended by the teachings in terms of food eating. It may be out of <coughs> some social understanding, social courtesy. People say, how you may eat and what you eat is not important. What you speak is important. All that is different. If you wish your body to be a fit instrument, make sure that you don't get into alcoholic drinks. Make sure that you do not think of tobacco. Make sure that you do not even touch cheese. Make sure that you, do, you stop eating all meat. And relate yourself to vegetables. Relate yourself to fruits. Relate yourself to the water. These are spiritual aids in food. Water, fruit juice, vegetables, they aid you. But other foods they do not. I have given in the very first teachings, which are recorded in the book Midhila, on food. <coughs> what food is <coughs> desirable? What food is desirable was given in the book Mithila. It's a fundamental book. But if you review, most of the group members do not follow it. They do not. They keep on listening, but they do not follow, nor do they impart it to their children. So the whole practice continues. Continues. So, this is one dimension that the Master says, do not draw light from the surroundings in excess of essentials and instead nourish them. Take care of the animals, take care of the plants, take care of the environment. Let, let us be a contribution to the 
environment, but not a hindrance to environment. If you have a hospital on one side, a hospital on the other side, your prayers should also reach those hospitals so that the patients who are suffering in the hospitals also receive the benevolent energy. That should be the attitude. We can do that well if we can invoke light well. But if we have to invoke light well, we have to set our personality in tune with the soul. It is one of the important dimensions we should note. There are three centers. There are three centers in the lower torso. Long ago I spoke to you of these three centers as the the crocodile or makara. Makara. Meaning it grips you. The crocodile grips you. So your personality grips you if you do not follow the regulations relating to personality. And we have to transform it into kumara. We have to transform the personality into a kumara, but do not leave it as a makara. When it is retained as makara, you are almost gripped by the body and you cannot do your practices as you progress in life. So therefore that is one dimension. Another dimension is your practices also, when they are intense, when they are sincere, you need to make sure that your intake is altered in a far better manner. That's how it goes on and that has to be noted and followed because I see in all these groups there are many senior disciples, they should follow it and they should impart it to those who are around them and also to their children so that we will be contributing to the future. The present is always getting into past. So we, what we do should be a contribution to the future. That has to happen. The three centers, solar plexus, sacral and Saturn, uh, base center. These three centers are ruled by moon, Mars and Saturn. Long, long ago, almost in every place, I taught this. Moon is, it always reflects the surroundings. It can also reflect from the higher planes, provided you are more oriented to the higher planes. But otherwise, moon always gathers information from around. It's not very helpful unless it is regulated. Secondly, mass in sacral, <coughs> it's a great... Mass is a great force and unless we handle it well, unless we handle the mass, the force of mass in tune with the program of the soul, mass can cause a lot of damage. It does so much damage. Why? Because it is all powerful. Mars is the planet of force and you should make sure that your force is always in the, into constructive directions but not into every direction. That's another important dimension. Therefore, Mars, since it rules your sacral, you have to take to the discipline of Mars for which a book is given, a teaching is given. Like, Likewise, Saturn, its work itself is to grip. So these three planets together 
they are called makara <coughs> in astrological symbolism so we have to make sure that these three energies they are cooperative with the higher centers there are two centers in the there are two centers in the upper torso that is the heart center and the throat center therefore we have to make sure that we work with these centers by appropriate speech which i have spoken so many times you yourself know a lot about it appropriate sounding of mantras and make sure it is kept as vibrant as possible by very appropriate use by which the 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 throat center can also cleans can also cleans the lower three centers that's the beauty and the presiding planet is mercury mercury presides over the throat and therefore it has to be intelligently used in the sense that it should be used mostly for sacred purposes and at other times only to fulfill the essentials of life and never misuse the throat center and then comes the heart the compassion in the heart is the result of your regular uh, when you set order to your personality and then be considerate to the surroundings i told you that you you distribute warmth from your heart but not conflict from your heart wherever you go harmony should prevail and conflict should reduce but generally wherever we go more and more more and more more and more conflicts the humanity is today is full of conflicts full of conflicts not much can be done for the present that's why i say we are working for the future in our working for the future healing those who passed away through corona people who are sick through corona all should be we should think of healing them and we should make sure that we do not fall into those areas because of the kind of hygiene we hold with us so these three are better supported by the throat center by mercury then it enables us to relate to the venus sinus which is in the heart where you have the ability to enter into the occult side of wisdom occult wisdom is only possible only for those who can enter into the cave of their heart that's why madam levetsky writes in secret doctrine that uh, you need to step into the holy of the holies unless you step into the holy of the holies and then get to the sanctum you do not get the kind of energy that you are looking for so that has to happen by which what we do is we tend to be much better human than others much better human than others that's why there is a slogan now which is being spread out just be a human to start with be a human don't think of being an angel be a human by overcoming the limitations of the lower torso 
by ascending into the higher torso with appropriate use of the throat and appropriate practices of entering into meditational technique. The meditational technique is basically the work relating to your entering into your person. To enter into the only means is respiration. So let associate with respiration and then conduct all those dimensions of the fourth step of yoga, pranayama, only then you are able to set into yourself. Thereafter starts the program for the soul to move on with the cooperation of the personality. So the throat center ruled by Mercury, heart center ruled by Venus, solar plexus ruled by Moon, sacral ruled by Mars, and Saturn ruled by, sorry, base center ruled by Saturn, they all have to fall in order. The the planets around the sun, they all move according to an order. So the planets, planetary centers in us shall also have to take to this discipline of finding an alignment between these five chief planets. Three relate to lower torso, two relate to upper torso. That's where the whole discipleship is. The discipleship is essentially in relation to the speech and then action with love. Goodwill in action, which generates from the heart, and then cooperation comes from the mind, which is at solar plexus. The force comes from Mars to conduct the work, and the Saturn will give you the, the kind of rhythm that would enable us to move forward. That's why, with a purpose, the teaching relating to every planet is given all over our groups and they are also brought out in the form of books so that we can take to the discipline of these planets. The teachings that I gave in the name of the planets, they are not from astrology as such. They are not just from astrology. They relate to you and then you can relate to them and then you can relate to every planetary discipline and move forward. That enables you to move to the head center. In the head you have two centers, major centers. One is Agnya where you can visualize the sun. The sun is but the soul. You are the soul and you have the facility of speech, you have the ability of compassion and you reflect into love or torso and conduct in the world. So you are the sun and you relate to Jupiter which is on the top of the head. Jupiter is the master, Jupiter is also called the divine. So from, from divine you receive instructions to Agnya and then you transform them through speeches and through your actions, for that the lower three centers shall have to cooperate. Therefore there is a, a placement for personality, a placement for the soul, 
and a placement for the soul which is connected to the super soul. So that's how we have a radar in the seven centers, Jupiter at the Sahasrara, Sun at Agnya, Mercury at the throat center, Venus at the heart center, and Moon at solar plexus, Mars at sacral center, and then Saturn in the base center. These all have to be required to be aligned. When that alignment happens, all is possible. For that alignment only we are doing these practices. Variety of practices. Today I received a mail that for over so many years you give so many practices. Is there a a complete book relating to all those practices prepared somewhere. I did not answer the mail. I did not answer the mail because it went on and on and on and on. And to me to recapitulate the teachings over 36 years is not within the human possibility. So you may have to collect the, the instructional part of the teachings and then make sure that it is distributed among groups and work them out. We have enough knowledge coming from Madame Blavatsky and Master Tibetan, Master E.K. and the truth is the teachings that came through. And you have enough information from the books coming from Agni Yoga. So you have enough to work with yourself and we have to make sure that these <coughs> Instructions are followed. The first step is to make the physical body fit. To make the physical body fit to receive the light. Just some uh, arbitrary practices, worships and rituals cannot help us because there is a scientific way of doing it. The scientific way of doing is what masters are imparting. And we have to take all simple steps seriously and work them out. <clears throat> and instead of doing that, people are trying to use the energy for more and more comforts which are unending. All prayers are only for seeking personal comforts. Isn't it? And then gathering money and depositing money in banks or in properties or indulging in excessive sex. This is how the energy is lost. That cannot happen with those who follow the teachings of the hierarchy and that we have to make sure. We, have, we are three in one. As I say, we are three in one. The head is cosmic. The upper torso is solar. The lower tarsa is planetary. Take it like that. The teachings of Master Jalkur always speak in three steps. Planetary, solar, cosmic. Planetary, solar, cosmic. That in Sanskrit they say bhur bhuvasvaha. So there is the personality part in us. There is the part area relating to the soul. There is the area where the soul has the facility of relating to the Father in the heaven. So that has to be 
regularly recollected and related to. When we do that, in our meditations, we mostly move in the spinal cord. We move from the from the brain to the through all the centers down up to the base center, and again from base center via the heart we move up to the head center, and relating to these centers in the vertical column is basically enables you to gain these energies provided you know which center stands for what, which center use what energy. In Raja Yoga, which the masters promote, relate to the heart, to the throat, to Agnya, to the brow center. Do not relate to the lower centers because you do not know how to handle them. So at least relate vertically from the diaphragm up to the Agnya in meditation for that your mind has to get in. When your mind is wavering, when your mind is drifting, you cannot contemplate. That is why the exercise of pranayama, which leads you to pratyaharana, and then which again leads you to dharana, dhyana, and samadhi. That's the, that's the order. And as you follow this order, on the path, you realize every step. But if you follow in a haphazard manner, you are into some kind of illusion, some kind of personality glamour, and each one knows how much he has found light in himself. How much love is found when you contemplate. And is that light, is that light, is, is shining more and more year after year. Or every solar year you can review. Likewise, every Venus year you can review. When you make these reviews, you clearly know where exactly you are, likewise where exactly I am. It has to be done. It should be done. And then in case you get into sickness, in case you get into sickness, the teaching is, it is an opportunity for introspection. Sometimes, as I said, when you have some initiations, then also there will be a disturbance in the body. A disturbance in the body. I know initiates who went almost mad for an year. Almost mad for an year and then again came back to normal. So light, when it gets into you in greater measure, your body should be well prepared. And that should be ensured for that we ask all these practices can be simultaneously done during the daily routine. Because you can set them into an order and then make sure that you live a life. Again another dimension that comes from the teachings is let life be in just proportion. Let it be in just proportion. Let it not be excessively with the material. Let us not be excessively with the spirit. Let us not excessively with the money-making activity. Let us not excessively indulge in group activity. 
let everything be given its place and let a proportion be decided. That's where Master CVV, he says, all round development, all round development, all round development. For that, in the hierarchical teachings, they say, first have a sense of proportion. Have a sense of proportion and then adjust it to just proportion. Just proportion means it is the best combination of all activities. No yogi or yoga student is recommended to avoid things. You can have your family life, you can have your professional life, you can have your spiritual practices, you can also have some kind of socialization among people who have, who have similar attitudes in life. So you don't have to leave anything. Nothing need be left. Everything can be accommodated. Then it becomes a, 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 an approach of synthesis. Lopsided practices. There are people who are excessively stuck with family. There are people who are excessively stuck with social contacts. There are people who are excessively stuck with their indiscipline. Indiscipline relating to food, speech and other things. And there are people who are excessively doing the spiritual practices. Anything in excess is avoidable. Because all that the yoga wants is an equipoise and a just proportion. And that's why we say adjustments, master's adjustments, just adjustments. Like that we sometimes say to make sure that we fall into a, a rhythm by which all is accommodated, nothing is even excessive importance. While for a disciple, the paramount aim is to realize the light in oneself. Therefore, follow the order of the planetary hierarchy. The planetary hierarchy, the sun is connected to the cosmos. The Jupiter is connected to cosmos. The other planets are also connected, but they chiefly work for the solar system. So when you get to the uh, upper part of your head, you are into cosmos. If you are in the lower part of the head in your energy, you are with the sun energy or soul energy. When you are in the heart, you have descended to be human. And when you get down from heart, to lower torso, you are only just uh, being an animal in, in human body. There are many humans who are, who behave like animals. See, there are beastly persons, there are truly human, and there are truly the initiates within this humanity, and we make sure that we regularly recollect to ourselves, uh, what we need to do and ensure that we only keep doing that. And it includes all program of life. That's where it is merry life. You are not prevented from being having a family, from being a, holding a family. You can have a good family and also even children, grandchildren. 
All this is possible. You can have a good profession. You can have a good social conduct by which the society respects you. And you can have the practice relating to the path which will lead you in a matter of thirty years to a point where you don't return. You don't return. That's how the Saturn enables us to complete the work and that we all have to do by gradual elimination, gradual elimination of things in our personality so that our sail is unhindered, unhindered. Our path is unhindered and our cruising on the path is a, remains a peaceful and consistent. And then <coughs> you should know, even while you join as an aspirant and conduct yourself as a disciple, it is like being on the headway. Headway, that's what I say, the path of Sagittarius, the autobahn. Once you are into the occult line, meaning you are able to reach the heart and conduct yourself. From the heart, there is only one line that leads you up. Only one nerve that leads you up. There are more than hundred nerves that can lead you into sideways. Sideways. So that's why people who enter into the heart also get tempted by different dimensions of life. They get distracted and they look for things which are not intended for a disciple. In the olden days there was such a regimentation relating to discipleship. But in the modern age, the grand masters have made it easy that we can follow with certain moderation. Meaning, we also have to make sure on a daily basis. Are we on the autobahn? Are we on the autopisto? Or did we take to an exit route? Because there are so many exit routes when you are moving on the autobahn. So if you take to an exit, it takes again long time to get back into the main path. That's why beware of exits. You are all travelling by road so much. So wherever you need to exit, only there you have to exit. If you exit before, you have a, a kind of roundabout program. If you ignore a right exit, again you have a roundabout program. So be, make sure, ensure that you Make sure that whenever there is an, a, an opportunity for an exit, do not exit. There are so many exits to the left, to the right, but do not get down. You exit at the right exit. That has to happen. Otherwise, we keep on moving around and around and around. And it makes us difficult to progress in the travel. Luckily, India doesn't have such good roads as you have in, 
in Europe and America, they are the people who drive, they have to be excessively alert not to miss an exit. If you miss an exit, the rest of the persons in the car will blame you. Because you not only exited, but you also caused exit for others. So this is a contagion. Exit is a contagion. So don't get into it. Be on the path and keep moving, keep moving. On the way you can do some parking at the allotted places. You know, we stop at a parking and have a cup of tea or have a piece of bread and again join the head. So relaxation is allowed. Refreshments are allowed. Being alert is what is important. That way, when you work with your being, with your personality, your spine and your brain and your heart, these are the three major centers. The, the Sahasrara, Ajna is in the head center. Then we have in the heart region, the heart and the throat. And you have down under the three other centers which are covered by the cerebrospinal system. Cerebrospinal system. So many times I speak of cerebrospinal system, we should recollect that we as columns of light exist like our cerebrospinal system which is symbolic of a maze, a maze. So be that, remember that, and then conduct yourself, then you would do well. Then comes the other planets. In the West, people try to work with planets like Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune. Pluto, I was asked this topic in Paris, how are we to build the bridge between Neptune, Uranus and Pluto? So I made even a, a symbolic presentation by combining the three symbols and showing how the Neptune is the lotus that unfolds at the top of the head, how the Mercury, the, the Uranus stands as a column within you with the two vertical columns and a downward symbol that links you to the base. There you have the Pluto which gives you the solid blaze to conduct the work and then conclude it meaningfully. This is the, these are the three planets which are meant for advanced initiates, not for all. I spoke of this in Paris among those very popular astrologers in France uh, coming to the conference uh, under the guiding, under the uh, auspice of a person who related to us up to a point. So Neptune at the, is the unfolding lotus at the head and then Uranus is the spinal column and Pluto is the strongest base upon which the ultimate adept is built. That's how 
we include the other three planets as well. This is only for understanding. There is nothing that we can do with those energies. And for that we have the representative masters. There are masters of wisdom who stand as an outpost for these planetary energies. Neptune, it works through Lord Maitreya. Lord Maitreya, he is given the <coughs> responsibility of regulating the Neptunian energies. It's another topic by itself. I don't want to get to too much astrology. And then Uranus, as you all know, I have been informing almost in every group the work of Master CVV and then the build-up of the spinal column. For that, Pluto gives excellent regulations. The regulations of Pluto are even more deeper than that of Saturn. So when you work out what all has been set even today, these three would be relatable to you. You gain the understanding relating to them. The understanding relating to Pluto, Uranus and Neptune is good to know, but they are, we are too small for them to touch because we get smashed when we are <coughs> touched by any planetary energy without preparation. That's why the, the wisdom says, your practices of wisdom are like your playing with the fire. You have to be excessively alert, cautious, and follow the regulations so that the fire elevates you, but does not burn you. Otherwise, the, the fire can burn us. There are people who became, after some days, they lost their brain. We do see people who, who are doing these practices, losing their brain. We do people, we also do see people who have destroyed their heart functioning. And we also see the people who get their spine also in a way damaged. And the Master says, brain, spine, heart. That's how he puts it. Brain, spine, heart. So spine means it is Uranus, Pluto. Heart is, the, is in the middle of it. Neptune means the top of the head. So this is how another dimension that I give you in the name of the teachings which are eternal. But each time we relate to the same teaching of which gives us some practices which we can relate to or make an understanding and then relate to them in your meditational hours. Such is the work that we do with an attitude of smile. That's the fundamental teaching. With an attitude of cheer, with an attitude of smile, with an attitude of being merry. So relax and yet be aware. Relax and yet be aware. And we Uma, we keep on moving on in this manner by practices. I'm exceedingly glad that so many groups are relating again and again. 
to the teachings because I know they feel refreshed. They feel refreshed and some of them may even pick them up for their understanding and implementation into daily routine. So may that happen to all of us and we keep moving and we need to move into light because this is an opportunity. The crisis in the world is an opportunity for initiations. Therefore, make avail of it and remember that the revisit of corona, the revisit of corona again and again is only because we are again and again on a daily basis keep doing the same things which cause a spread of the sickness. Spread of the sickness. That's why when one disciple came to Master Jalkul and asked him, I want to serve the animal. Master, will you please give me a program? The Master said, stop being a non-vegetarian and start being a vegetarian. There is already a service to animal kingdom. If you don't eat, at least on account of you, there is not that degree. If all humans stop eating, if all humans stop eating meat, we are doing human service to plant, planet, animal kingdom. <clears throat> and that's a great contribution for ensuring that the planet is made light. The planet is made light and we also move in an ambience of much thin air. You know, Joseph Paradell, when he first came to India, he said, Master, the air here, we are told, has a lot of pollution, but here I find the air smelling in a, with a fragrance. He found fragrance in the first time in India when he landed here and was with us in the group life. How is it that the air in India is not like the air in the West, in Europe? Because generally it is believed that pollution is more in the East, pollution is less in the West, but there is a different kind of pollution. So I told him, this happened when we did a seminar for the group in the Andhra University campus, we did two times seminar there. I told him, Joseph, this is because the, the degree of animal kinging is killing is slightly less in India. Slightly. It is slightly less in India, while it is much more in the West. But even here people are getting more and more into non-vegetarianism, by which slowly things fall. So a little, there is a group which develop the, the dimension of Ahimsa with great intent right from the times of Buddha. When Buddha came in, Ahimsa was first embraced by the Indians. So there are as many vegetarians in India as there are non-vegetarians. So, therefore, the air, it smells different. 
in spite of the outwardly pollutions. <coughs> Therefore, the immunity is also good. There is not such frequent revisit of corona here. I am only speaking, not because I am Indian and speaking. I am speaking because these are all things said by the, in the books of Master Jalkur. He said humanity would do well if they stop burying and start cremation. This humanity, two things if they do, they clean the planet. We think of cleaning the planet, cleaning the planet and all that. If you don't bury the dead bodies, it's a great service to the planet. If you don't, or if you stop eating meat or animal food, you are doing a great service to the planet. That's how the planetary services. So therefore, we are to make sure that those who relate to us, those who relate to us, they get into this discipline. When I came to Europe, there are so many who were smoking in the groups. But today hardly you see anyone smoking in the group. So is the case in India. So is the case in India. Likewise, there are many now in the groups who do not eat meat. This is the reason why in India animals are respected by those who know. That's why they think of a cow, they think of a horse, and all our symbols is full of animals. <coughs> Therefore, we are contributing to our own downfall. That's why Karana remains. It was supposed to leave by December. It is extended to March. Now again they say it will go up to June. We don't know when it is. We have to change. We means the humanity as such. But we as group members shall have to make little contribution towards that. That would be a great service and that would be a great healing for the animal kingdom and also for the planet as such. Thank you one and all. Namaskar.